0: Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh, and this is episode number 113. This week on the show, I've got an awesome conversation with Joshua Travis. Uh, Some of you may know him as the guitarist for the band Immure, Um, but we kind of talk about that. Our main focus, though, is... Josh is releasing a single, uh, or solo EP, um, and it is fucking awesome, uh, and I really want you guys to check this out. Um, it's his first quote-unquote attempt at solo work, um, I say that because as you'll hear in this conversation, you know, he is a primary writer, uh, for a lot of the Yammer project, and... So he's not a stranger to writing music, uh, but this was the first, like, Josh Travis identity uh, album. So, um, you know, we talked a lot about, obviously, the writing and recording process, uh, getting the all-star talent that he got to become the vocalists for him and do these features and things like that on the EP. Uh, We talked a lot about Kind of the the shift from analog to digital recordings and things like that, you know, going from five foot long uh, pedal boards to using more of a digital interface and being able to control everything there and having fail safes and redundancies and all that fun shit. Um, it is such a cool conversation. A huge shout out to him, too, because he was sick at the time, um, you know, getting over some some flu type stuff, and so did not feel good at all, but I really appreciate him spending about an hour with me and, you know, kind of letting you guys into this world, and I think you're really going to enjoy it, Um, so I don't want to take any more time up, let's just dive in to my conversation with Josh Travis. So to kick things off, I do ask the same boring ass question every time. Mm.
1: That's the simple introduction, man. Who are you, <laughs> what do you do, and
0: why are we here?
1: Um, I am Josh Travis. I play guitar in the band Amur, and I basically just write everything. <laughs> uh, awesome. So, um,
0: you know, a lot of people are going to know you from the band Amur, obviously, but mm-hmm. let's talk, you know, we're we're doing this conversation because you're kind of branching out you know you've been writing material for a long time uh with the band and obviously your own solo stuff as a release um Mm -hmm. for like mentality and whatnot but like let's talk about going into this ep and and deciding you know what it's time that i have some work of my own to put out there
1: yeah you know it's kind of weird like what you're saying is it that that is real you know like yeah it's it could be time for me to like have my own stuff out there but i won't lie like every record i've ever put out with any band it feels like my stuff (laughs) because i wrote it you know so it's honestly there's no difference you know except for like you know it's not focused on the singer of whatever the project is you know for the solo thing it's like a a big culmination of a bunch of singers, you know, a bunch of different people that are like featuring on all of these songs, which I've never done that before. You know, but it's just different when you shift the focus, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm very used to just being a guitarist or a writer in a band, you know, like that's normal. And when a record comes out, you know, the singer has got crazy press to do. And we're all sitting back like, this is cool. We just put out a record, you know. Right. And the sh- the, sh- the the focus here is so shifted that it's like uh, all me now. And I I won't lie, this was something I was not prepared for. <laughs> like, you know, you don't really think much about it. And it's like, you know, it's so easy to be like, dude, it's just press. But it's like technically yes it is just press but if you don't do press it's like whoa (laughs) you know like so I can't even tell you how many interviews we've done and like podcasts and you know video interviews it's just been like whoa you know and it's all at you now so there's a I don't know like a a bit of a learning curve there you know going from just the the musical aspect of it all to also talking about it and where it came from and all those types of things so it's it's different but i'm not mad at it it's just the learning the learning curve has happened so now we know what to expect
0: yeah for sure and you know i i like to think that my interviews are pretty relaxed so you know you Mm -hmm. don't have that that feel of like oh man there's so much spotlight or whatever but i think you know a lot of i'm gonna say casual listeners maybe not like diehard fans they don't Mm -hmm. look at liner notes a lot of times so they just assume whatever words are on a record that oh it must have been the singer and it's like ah Mm
1: -hmm. i got news
0: for you you know there's a lot of people in the background that are making this stuff work
1: yeah yeah that's like super true and i i didn't have anything to do with any vocals nothing at all um i just wanted it to be what the artists did you know like rather than you know me telling them I want this or I want that or I want it to feel like this I want the vibe to be like this It's like no here's the track Now make it your own you know that was yeah. how that whole thing went
0: yeah and I think that's super cool because you know I've talked to a lot of artists where if it's not the vocalist that that writes the lyrics it can get lost in translation right because you're yeah. trying to convey now like oh well I was going through this at that time so this is what I need you to sound like and it's like okay but they don't know what that is yeah. So how do you do that?
1: It's an interesting thing. I've I've uh, been in projects where the singer wasn't the writer. You know, the singer was a performer and then I was the writer of the music. So it was kind of like the you know, the bass player and I really did all the, everything there and then everybody kind of just like learned their parts. So it's a very interesting thing, but it's like it takes a very uh seasoned and special type of a performer to be able to convey you know all these emotions and things that maybe are not their own, you know right so it's it's definitely different, but definitely doable, it's just very different, yeah, and you know
0: not to say that you're not connected to the music, you know obviously mm-hmm. with you being a a writer, it mm-hmm. makes a big connection there, but like as a guitarist. I hate to say that you're kind of replaceable, but you are to some yeah. degree, right? Like
1: now, to a massive degree. As, right. Well, depending on what your technicality, you know, is, like maybe that would be like the the main things that would be less, you know, uh, able to just replace so easily, you know, maybe something like that. But yeah, we all are. we all, we all are. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah.
0: So um,
1: let's talk a little bit
0: about you know with your history. Again, you know, being in a mirror and writing for so many years and whatnot, let's tell people a little bit because you've been in the industry for a very long time, um, especially by today's standards, because everybody seems to be a flash in the pan nowadays. (laughs) What's it been like to see kind of this evolution of sound and getting to where metal and, and the heavy rock is coming back around into more of a
1: prominent spotlight? It's, well, the easy, the easy answer would be, it's been interesting, um, from when I really started, uh, going really hard in music and, like, touring with, you know, the first band I ever toured with, and then, you know, fast forward basically, you know, 20 years, and seeing all of the different evolutions of metal, the sound of metal, um, the way that it's produced, the way that it's structured, um, it's been very interesting. Like from, I guess from where I came from, metal was just it was crazy. It was like relentless. It was uh, dangerous. With they they weren't sitting there trying to make things sound all pretty and you know uh, having you know all these synths and tracks and things happening that was like not it it was just three four five six you know people in a band just doing whatever they did like right there on the stage there's no computers and all of that stuff and you know so it was i just come from a different time so i did have to learn to incorporate a lot of these things like with tracks and sense and you know all all of the stuff i did have to learn about it and mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, so I was able to see where it can have a home, and uh, but I think there's a way to overdo everything, you know, and I try not to be very reliant on things like that. But ultimately, if you have a song that goes like this, and you got tracks or whatever you have going on, the machine goes down. Can we still play? Yes. Are we missing? How? Who knows how much data to the song? Yes. And now it doesn't feel whole anymore. Right you know so it's kind of it's it's just interesting (laughs) and like and this yeah the biggest one is the sound like Mm -hmm. sound is just so it's just so produced you know and it's like like you don't have a drummer in a room with mics sometimes in weird places capturing interesting sounds and artifacts you know and like it's so much different now and no, I'm not saying that I don't like it or anything like that. It's just very different from where I, where I guess I I grew up with metal, you know, but yeah, it's just, it's just so much different. And it's a, it's a, it's a cool, like learning process to see what's going on with it. And, you know, sometimes like, like myself, I was able to learn to appreciate it. Doesn't mean I want to apply that all the time, but right i did learn to appreciate it but it has been a long interesting (laughs) journey and just the 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 down tuned world now is just kind of like what is going on (laughs) like they're just they're going for it which is like that's cool to me you know but again it's like if all you're doing is tuning down to just play your low string that's I guess that's cool if that's what you want right, to do. That's like, what you're into, I guess. But Yeah, yeah. You know. So for me, it's, I, that's, that's not really my thing. I, I like to be able to start all the way up at a standard E and be able to drop down to who knows where. So right. I still always have that range. It's never just like, how low can I go? Like, that seems a little strange to me, you know, yeah. but hey, they each their own. Like, if it works for you, it works for you, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure, and I think, you know, I'm 37, so seeing the evolution as well on my side in the music mm-hmm. journalism side, I've been doing this for 17, almost 18 years now. Okay, cool. And, uh, yeah, so... So like, you
1: get it. You know exactly, yeah, exactly what I'm talking about here. Exactly, so... <laughs> yeah.
0: And I, I think it's really interesting, because a lot of people don't think about that. Like, mm-hmm. with the level of production that's on a track and all the samples and all this, it's like, okay, cool what happens when you know the laptop dies or whatever it's like okay but now that's like you said that song doesn't sound complete anymore and it's like well yeah why would we build something and i'm not trying to take away from anyone but why build something that when i go out to play it live may not sound like it
1: was intended
0: to sound like
1: yeah but you know you also get to this point though where you can, either your band has gotten, you know, big enough, popular enough, done, you know, you've, you've been successful enough to be able to afford to create redundant machines. You know, mm-hmm. so you can, now you're running multiple machines in tandem. So if this one drops out, this one kicks on. If this one drops out, this one kicks on. So now you have a bunch of different fail safes. Right. So Cause they're like, you know, there's a lot of projects out here that, you know, we do depend on machines. Like even I do, like, I don't, the last thing you will ever see me do again is have a freaking pedal board. Like, no, I won't do it. I spent, I, when I, when I was in one of my old bands, it's called Tony Danza. I had an actual five foot long pedal board, five feet Yeah. Okay. Pedals all just all over this thing. And then I was still, you know, able to break it all down into just this and just this. But I still had pedals all over the floor. And we were not a big band. So the shows that we played, it's like the stage may be three feet, (laughs) you know, (laughs) off the floor, if there was even a stage, you know, like, so there's just people right here, you know, which was awesome, because it was like, we could high five easy, like, everybody's right there in your face. Now. You also have the occasional accidents. You know, somebody spills a drink all over your pedal board. Now you got tons of stuff that's just fried out. And, you know, not to mention having to basically tap dance on this pedal board to, like, make everything happen. So integrating a computer to make all of these patch changes and all these effects happen so I don't have to press pedals. They just turn on when they need to turn on, turn off when they need to turn off. That's like, oh, my Lord. That was like heaven on earth at that point you know when I get to just ditch the pedal board like never got better than that next thing you know tracks come into play and now it's like okay now I got to figure out how to route this straight to front of house but I have to still be able to contain myself I don't want anybody else having to take control you know it's just all these things start to come into place and you just have to learn you got to learn it all so being able to have a machine go down and you still be able to keep going there's i feel like there's something special that should be said for any type of artist or band that can pull it off even right. when when their stuff goes down because it's just where the time is like we you, and to pull off some of these songs that we do nowadays with no machine we're going to need like you know maybe 10 to 15 people on stage to pull it off or we can start setting up things to tracks and only run with four people right. you know so now when we lose the machine it's kind of like okay well I guess we're going to go for it, you know, because now not only did we just lose all the tracks and, you know, we lost all the patch changes. So now I, this is it. Right. <laughs> what you see is what yeah. you get. Like, I can't change anything. So yeah. it's kind of a close to of... an
0: acoustic version of metal as you can yeah. get. At that
1: point. <laughs> <laughs> like if I have a song that I drop tunes, you know, like with a pitch shifter or something, if the machine goes down, I don't have any of that anymore. So yeah. now this is where I'm at. You know, I'd have to go run behind the rig, start automating things myself. <laughs> and it's like, nah, Not we'll just it. run it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it seems like, you know, again, I've been doing this a long time. So have you like for a long time. And I think even still now, there's a lot of people out there that are such gearheads that the pedal board is like their point of pride. And it's like, yeah, I can remember you made a comment about your five foot long one. And I'm like, man, that that is massive. But I've also seen a guy that had, it was probably two foot wide but it was a double decker
1: oh, yeah. literally had
0: a second level on it and I'm like dude what the hell are you doing like <laughs> I can't wrap my head around no, Why that's do you do that that's <laughs> serious
1: that's serious but I hate like you said it like gearheads like I think pedal pedal heads is even more of a difference than just a gearhead you know gearheads you know we're definitely into amps and you know calves and you know um, uh, tubes you know just all these different things that you can kind of swap around and you know when you get into the pedal world it's even even more ridiculous you know because you can really dive in super hard on pedals and once you get into the array of building massive pedal boards (laughs) like whoo you get one bad cable in here and it's like well i'm about to basically tear everything down and find where this doesn't work like no way i could never do that again but it's really sick seeing people that still do it and then when they're good at it and they really know how to control everything right there you know in in your face on the fly and it's it's really cool experiencing that like just seeing somebody who really has it like dialed in that's really cool
0: yeah for sure um so let's talk a little bit about kind of with that and transitioning into a studio right like what's it been like for you to see this evolution where so much more of it is digital now, right? Like mm-hmm. you plug into, to the board or, you know, whatever you're plugging into at at different studios. Um, but you can do everything on a MacBook or whatever. Mm-hmm. How much easier is it to find the sound for you then while you're recording to just say mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, I don't like that. We, we don't have to go back and replay it with different pedals. Yeah. We can just, Drop something new on it.
1: So, man, a lot of these, a lot of these things are going to come to double-edged swords because it really, it really depends. To me, it depends on the player and what it is that you're looking for. Like, as far as the ease of use now, it's unbelievable. You know, like if we wanted to have different sounds, we had to have different amps. If we didn't want to have a different amp, then we'd have to have different cabs. If we didn't want to have different cabs, then we had to have different mics. And if it's still with something weird, now we gotta go all the way back to the pre's. You know, it's like now we gotta find the sweet spot of everything that we're trying to use here. Now, so let's just set this here. Like we have that box of analog real life right here in the room versus, um, you know, which is also gonna be running into some console of some sort, you know. And now fast forward to now, A, you don't even need a console at all. You know, and like you were saying, you can have a a strong MacBook or any just a strong PC. It doesn't matter what it is. Get yourself a mid grade to high end uh, interface, and you're freaking set. You know, and this is we're only talking about just guitars at this point. Like we need to rewind the tape. We need to right. talk about drums. You know, drums is like that's the hardest part. Like that's just trying to sonically get a kit to really sound. Uh, for me, I want, I want my kit to be extremely dynamic, but I also want it to be monstrous. you know. So I only want it to be monstrous when I'm beating the hell out of it. Dynamically, I want it to be able to really drop down. So now we're saying I need the compressors to move. I need the gates to move. So now in the digital world, this is great because I can just ride it in. Okay, ease right. up, now jump back on it. Gate, ease back, now clamp back down on it. In the real world... Right. You know, in the analog world, sometimes you're going to actually have to do a pass where somebody is sitting there actually engineering. <laughs> you know, somebody's actually sitting there real time dialing in thresholds and releases and attack times in real time. Like, there's a, a, the level of craftsmanship at that point is monstrously different. You know, um, so how do I sit with it? Any chance I get, I'm gonna choose an analog recording, no matter what. Um, but the digital world, there is definitely something to be said about that because you can get absolutely just astounding mixes, 100% digitally. You can get crazily good stuff, and it's um, I guess for me, and like you know, like I said, I, I tend to want to lean towards analog because it's a different sound, and I think uh, the digital realm has been chasing the analog sound forever, up until the point where that was almost like, it seemed like some uh, digital domain started to not really care anymore. And it was almost like, let's just do what we do, and not try to necessarily sound like this all the time, not try to emulate this all the time. And then things started shifting in the digital realm. And now you have some bands out here with pure straight up digital mixes that just sound insane. Like yep. they do, they they sound like unbelievable, and like, I, I love that. I just don't need that, right. <laughs> you know. Right. I, I just I need it raw and dirty and dangerous and just ugh, you know. When you press play on an old recording, you hear noise because right. you got preamps that weren't gated in the post that are just screaming. You know, they're just you know, we didn't sit here and cut silence in between every freaking palm mute, like that's not even to me, that's not even real. That's not even right. what's going on anymore. You know, so now you've been doctored and edited so hard that it's like it doesn't even feel human anymore. It's just right. it's just too perfect. And I, I love I love hearing mistakes, you know, because it brings brings me back to feeling like this is a person playing this that's not trying to sound like more than a person, you know, yeah. and I, I just respect that a lot. But at the same time, I also love what a lot of these engineers and writers and you know producers can do in the digital domain as well, you know. But when you have everything right there, it's just a matter of how much time are you going to spend on it. Right. Whereas I like to go into a studio and I say, "Give me the guitars, give me two passes," and I track the song, and then run back, track the song. There you go. Yeah. And whatever it is is whatever it is. We just pick whichever one sounded better, and that's it. That's why all my records, you hear mistakes all over everything. Like, I wasn't trying to be perfect. I was just really trying to get the vibe out there, like what I was really going for, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, that's a big, big key to it right there is, mm-hmm. you know, you can put emotion into the digital realm of it.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Sonically. But, like, mm-hmm. the real emotion comes from playing it authentically. Yeah. And, you know, in that analog world where, like you're saying, like, uh, you know, I didn't quite get that muted with my my palm as fast as I wanted, but uh, it lives <laughs> it's fine, like yes, exactly, this here. so yep. yeah, I think that's really cool and it's it's kind of to me, like you're saying, with the perfection side of the digital world, like I almost don't wanna to see those bands perform because like it's not going to be what I've heard. I want mm-hmm. that realism and and that authenticity, and you know especially with the bands that you've performed in. There's nothing more rewarding than getting up there and just putting your heart and soul into the the show Mm -hmm. and having kids, as I still call crowds, Mm -hmm. kids, you know, give that all back to you by jumping around, moshing and everything. If I wanted to listen just to the record, I I have Spotify. I can sit at home. Yep. Yep. You know?
1: (laughs) It's really funny about that. If you were to ever go see any of my bands live, it wouldn't matter who it was, you're going to see me. I won't even say making mistakes. We're I'm gonna we're gonna go far beyond that. There will be parts where, especially if if it's like an intimate setting where there's not crazy, you know, distance between myself and uh, the crowd. If there's no barricades, if they're right there, dude, I will be playing and just hit open and start fooling with people. Right. You know, like <laughs> the, while the part's supposed to be happening, I'm not playing anything. Yeah. Like I'm literally there, there'll be parts where I'm just dragging the guitar across the stage. You know, like you literally said it so perfect. If you want to hear the record perfect or as close to perfect, like go listen to the record. Like if you want to have an experience, come to the show. You know, like very, very, very big difference there. But yeah, I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you. Like there, there should be some kind of something that's different live that like gives it something else and you know just being able to actually like connect with people that enjoy you or what you're doing is like i don't even care about the song anymore at this point like right. i'm i'm more here for the experience you know like what's gonna happen you have no idea i might take off my guitar and throw it in the crowd i might t- i might tell somebody else to come play the part they don't even play guitar right you know like that's just way more fun to me and that's that's really like more so where I'm at with anything to do with music, is the fun side of it. I already yeah. did the whole being super critical of my playing, like hyper critical and, you know, getting down on myself or band members because we didn't perform great and it's just I had like a weird focus, you know, at that point in life and it was it wasn't about that whole like this is the most fun thing ever. It was more like we have to do this. It was almost treating it like we were like I don't know, about to go into battle or something. Right. It's like, we have to do this perfectly every freaking night. And if you fast forward to now, I'm like, you know, my drummer can be like, dude, I blew that part. And I'm going to be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. You know, right. and I wrote the drums and I don't even know what he's talking about. I have no idea because I, I don't, I don't care. You know, I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to have a party, you know, like yeah. have have fun. And so, well, kind of
0: especially you know at the level that you're at now and with the experience that you've you've accumulated over the years like mm-hmm. i think there's so many artists out there and this is going to sound really derogatory and i don't mean it that way but there are so many artists out there that are doing what you're you're describing where it's like uh, you know it's it's purely professional we have to be out there we have to play it right it has to be 100 mm-hmm. percent every time like yeah but the The ultimate thing, like, if you look at your life, you're like, you know what? I get to play music for a living. Like, (laughs) why would I not go out and have a good fucking time? I love what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that being said, we we would be unfair to not say this. There are bands out there and artists and projects that are insanely technical. Now, I understand that those types of players, those types of bands, they have to be on they have to they have to be on like they do because right. if they get off oh it sticks out like a sore thumb now at the same time i'm gonna say this you did that to yourself <laughs> right. okay so that now that now that we're all clear on this if you have to really be in the zone like that hyper critical of everything I, j- I just hope it's still fun you know right. and like even if you blow it i hope you still had fun blowing it <laughs> because yeah. man there's no feeling than getting off of, off of a stage and just being stoked even if i played like total shit i'm still stoked because the crowd made it that the, the crowd made the vibe all i tried to do was provide the soundtrack for it that was it. and like that's yeah. i I, dude, I don't even think about what i'm playing i i literally from a monday to a tuesday i have sets on both of those nights i don't even play the same set both nights like i'll just make up stuff in the middle of while we're playing i don't care it's like what was the vibe and like how were we interacting with people like how did these people make me feel like i'm playing for you creating your your vibe sonically but i'm a person here too how did you make me feel did did you make me feel like this was fun because if you did, we're probably about to have some fun now, <laughs> and, which right. means I'm not going to be standing back here paying attention to what I'm playing. No, I'm going to be up here interacting, you know, having fun, you know, like enjoying the party that's happening. Like the atmosphere is it's it's alive at that point. And yeah. man, I just don't want to be sitting there like oh, I'm just going to sit here and play all two hundred sixty-five uh, thousand notes in this uh, sixteen bars. Like nah, um, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs>
0: no, no, and you know, I think the the point there, too, is, you know, like, especially music in general, but especially metal and more of the, like, hardcore scenes and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. the people that show up to those shows need a release from whatever's going on in their yeah. life. Like, yeah. That's why we're all here. And, and being on stage and being able to, to give them that release is yes. just, it's so empowering.
1: Yep, I totally agree. Totally agree. That's why, again, going back to that whole like intimate setting, if there's not a 10 to 15-foot gap and then a barricade and then security and then the people, it's like, it's different. It's different. Now it's like, the don't get me wrong, it's like the vibe is still strong. It's like a different zone you have to get into when that's the layout, you know, because I can't reach up here and grab you or whatever, you know, when you remove all that stuff and you put the people right there in front of you, oh man, it's like something else. Like yeah. I almost wish I could just like pick somebody out of the crowd, pull them on stage, put my guitar in them, and then I go get in the crowd. Right. Like fuck, fuck this! I'm going to party out here. Like I wouldn't even care if they were just butchering the song. Now I'm not saying nobody else in the band would care, right. but <laughs> I'm just saying me. I, I would. That would be so fun to me to be able to just whatever. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go party. Like this. There's something about that that just is, I don't know, and, like, it doesn't compare to anything. It's just such a a cool feeling, like, that vibe and the, the liveliness of everything. It's, it's yeah, a special the, feeling.
0: The analogy that came to mind when you were describing it would be, you know, when they're they're set back, there's a barricade, well, those are fans, right? Like, that's what that is. It's a concert. Mm-hmm. When you take all that away and everybody's right up close, on stage, whatever, like, those are my friends. I'm never, yeah performing with just having a good fucking time yep. with my friends yeah not that i can't have a good time with with fans but yeah there, it's like different. you said it's just such a different energy
1: yeah it is because we we can't we can't be right there i can't if i wanted to freaking high five you i can't you know and it's like there's something something different and no matter what it's i've, I've done god man I can't tell you how many shows I have done that there was no stage or there was a tiny stage or even a big stage, but there was no barricades. There was no security standing between the stage and, you know, us. There was none of that. It was just a room jam-packed like fucking sardines. People sweating all over each other and loving it. And then fast forward to, you know, we're on tour with somebody who's huge, and now there's like a freaking the stage is 150 feet wide it's you know 40 feet long there's a goddamn catwalk you know that i'm walking out into two set like two section off photo galleys like huge mm-hmm. like there's like 30 photographers in each of these things with a figure eight catwalk in front of the stage like right dude and then, then the people were out past the figure eights which you got front of house that was dead center and this big ass tent thing and there's just people on in the stands like all over the place and it was like what the hell is going on right. like what is happening like i don't even know I, I don't even know what was going on it was just so like the craziest thing like to play to play in it was it was just nuts you know yeah. and like once you kind of, I guess, center yourself to your environment and what is going on where you are, and you can actually, you get to the point where you can see the people. Like you realize they're still having a good time out there, right you know. And it was like, I know that you're 75 feet away. I know that you are, but I can actually see some of you. And like when you stop the song, even with in ears in you stop the song and we don't have like crowd mics we we run bare bones here right. so you stop the song and you can oh, you still hear it with your in-ears and it's like holy crap dude i think that i think that they're having a good time here yeah. you know like but so it's awesome on both sides of the fence it's just such a different vibe it's just yeah. different but that that's why i just no matter what it is how many people there are whatever the room is like just have fun with it no matter what
0: yeah um so the segue i'm going to use for for getting into the ep is is that having fun with friends like you brought in some incredible vocalists and and friends from the metal community to help you out on this record um you know one of my personal favorites is ryan kirby i've had him on the show before cool. i love tuck so much he's, he's <laughs> such a good dude absolutely um, but Talk about that, you know, going through kind of your, because again, you have got a pretty storied career going through the list of potential vocalists and, and people to jump in, like going, well, who, who do I know is going to, and I don't want to say you selected these because nobody else could deliver, but like, how did you make those selections of who do I want to deliver on this Mm -hmm. debut for me?
1: um basically it was just myself and everybody at sharp tone like we really sat and put it together you know we had a long list to start you know and ultimately when we started to really get kind of uh kind of serious with the whole idea and start narrowing things down to what ultimately what makes sense you know like what what am i going for like you know, what was the vibe I was trying to create? And it was hard because there wasn't like a thing. I was, I was never like, this EP has to be about this. Like that right. was never, that was never a thing. You know, I didn't, I didn't put any limitations or boundaries or borders on anything. So trying to find the right people, it was like, I'd, for the first track, for instance, Andy is uh the uh, the, the singer for that one and, like, I've done multiple tracks with Andy, and I just, like, I, I consider him a dear friend. And uh, I think that his, his voice and his range and, you know, his craft and how he is and what he can do with it is just, like, it's just ridiculous. He's insane. He's so good. So he was a default. Like, I, I knew the first person I was going to hit up was Andy. I already knew that. And then after that... Um, who, I started kicking around a bunch of different names, but I think the second one that I was really, like, I didn't even know if I went, if I should hit him up, because I didn't know what he was going to say, but he, again, is a friend, I've known him for an extremely long time, but I hit, I hit up Jake Wolf, and um, you know, he was totally down for it. And at this point, when he's, like, he's down, I'm, like, I had to secretly do it. But I was, like, yes, motherfucker, yes, <laughs> Like, I was so stoked about it. Because you never know who's going to be down and who's not going to be down. You know, so, like, those two were, like, right there in the pocket. Daniela was, like, the freaking icing on the cake you know to get her on there and it was like because now i can shift what i'm doing and turn it into again the human element i'm not i'm not utilizing her you know her part as like the scent i was like i want to not have something like that i want to have this this analog you know organic thing here so getting her on there again it was like super sick you know and then let me see who is the next one um I think Sharp Tone really kind of guided me almost with everybody else. Like with uh, Rio, like 100% like that. I, would, I, you know, touring with them again, you know, awesome people like from uh, Crystal Lake. They're all great. You know, Rio's super sick. I didn't think that he would be into it. I really didn't think he would. And when he hit us back and he was like, yeah, I'm totally down. I'm like, what? Like okay, sick, and then, you know, like, they're like, you know, hold on, what, like, again, toured with these, toured with these maniacs, like, and we just became friends instantly, like, Polaris, like, right there, boom, and, uh, I figured, you know, I guess we could see if, you know, they'd be into doing, like, you know, this feature with me and my stuff, and, you know, Jamie and Jake were totally down, and it was just kind of like, I don't even believe this is happening, and now it happens again, you know, with Kirby, you know, toured toward with Fit multiple times, like, you know, for, for years now. Yeah. So it's like, we know each other. And then when he came back and he was like, you know, he's totally down to do it. I'm just over the moon, you know, like, I can't believe this is like the freaking lineup we have here to do it. And then going back to the one, uh, to the track with Rio on it, he'd left like the perfect amount of space so I could bring one of my oldest friends to, feature in on that song with him as well so getting chad into this song was just like oh dude i mean you see my face right here like i haven't stopped smiling about this yet just because it was just so many like pieces to create this puzzle and they all just work just like this bam 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 and put a bow on it we're done yeah you know and it all worked like that it was such a cool time awesome how that worked
0: yeah and it sounds like you know there's nobody's exempt from it. It sounds like there was a little bit of, like, imposter syndrome going on for you at least <laughs> initially, right? Like, uh, they're too busy. They, you know, they're not going to have time for me, or maybe mm-hmm. this isn't a good enough project for them. Yes. But then the validation of coming back with yeses, it's like, oh, shit, like, yep. maybe I do have something here. Like, <laughs> these are, you know, obviously they're friends, too, but, like, yeah, they see the value in what I'm trying to put out.
1: Mm-hmm. And how, you know what? Honestly, I don't even know if it was that... I it could have just been like these are just my friends and we're just going to make a track together. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I that's kind of like what I always really I guess break it down to because I didn't really have expectations. I didn't I didn't ever say I want this to I want to get 2500 streams in the first day. Like I yeah. didn't do that. You know, always, obviously we hope for the best. We hope we can do whatever it does. That's, you know, we just don't we don't want it to fail, you know, but what is a fail if you have no expectations, you know? Yeah. Like no matter what it does, it's good, you know? And honestly, like once everything was put together, like fully, you know, even all the way down to the artwork, like dude, even the artwork, like every, everything that happened on this EP, I was just lucky. Like I didn't give any of the artists on the, or of any of the features on the songs, I gave them no direction, like okay. zero. You know, people would send me stuff and you're like, hey, what do you think about this? I didn't even respond because whatever they sent me, that's what I'm using. Like, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say I mess with stuff. So, you know, and Taranto sends me his solo and I'm like, (laughs) really, you know, all of this stuff was just what they did with it. And then, you know, all the way down to the artwork, you know, my artist, you know, Gates is like, you know, well, what are you thinking for this? Like, you know, what kind of vibe, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not telling you anything. Only thing I will tell you is black and red. That's all I'll tell you. Right. And then all of a sudden, he starts sending me this artwork. And I'm like, uh, what? You know, like, super lucky. I'm just, like, so lucky the way that all these pieces just worked like this. So... (laughs) I, I don't even know what to say about it. It's crazy how it worked. It's so crazy.
0: No, but I, what I love about the way that you've been answering these questions is, or that we've had this conversation, is like you said, you you haven't stopped smiling. Like it's uh, clear that this is a passion project and not just a. Well, I bet I could do this on my own, and I don't. You know, yeah. not that you would ever say "fuck the guys," but you know, <laughs> "fuck the rest of them." I'm going out here. Like, yep. it's not about that at all. It's like I wanted to do something that it. You know, your name's on a lot of work. A mm. lot of work. But mm-hmm. it's almost that, like, I'm going to put this out there under my name, and just to be able to say later in life, like, even if you never release another album, you know, yeah. like, as yourself, like, I did it, it was awesome, there it is. You know, it lives yeah. in the world.
1: You're not wrong. You're you're honestly not. Like, I, I, and to be brutally honest, I did not... Set out to do this thing by myself. I had a drummer that was lined up to do the whole thing with me. He, the day before, you know, we had to get into the studio. He, I don't know if it was like a weather thing, but he couldn't. He couldn't make it. So my whole drive out to uh, Schroeder's to the studio was me listening to the songs and trying to break it into my head. How am I going to play this? How like what extremities are going to be where? When are they going to be there? Like I was trying to blueprint the songs in my head because I never practiced them on drums before, so I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't even think about having to play drums on that stuff. I never yeah. thought about it. But you know, I just uh, if I do this again, I'm. I'm not. I'm I'm willing to bet I won't do it alone. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get some help, you know, and like because I want it. It can it could be better. It could be more fun. I want to have like more collaborations involved. Like yes, it'll still be my stuff. You know, I'll still write it. Like initially. But then I want to be able to take the same way that I sent the songs to, uh, you know, any of the singers or, uh, you know, Taranto or something like that. I want to just write the songs and send them to people, you know, that maybe I can get, I don't know, like, (laughs) let's just be crazy. Let's get Flea on a song on bass, (laughs) you know, like I want to be able to send them the song and then just say, now I'm going to send you the song with no bass. And now see what you can do with it. You know, I, you know, do the same thing with a drummer, send him the song and then send them the song again with no drums and then say, now what can you do with this? And actually really twist this thing into a full collaboration where yeah. I did still write it, but now I'm removing pieces of me and I just want to try to make it bigger than what I can even do by myself, you know? Yeah. That's what I really want to do next. So this is it. Was really cool that the way that this worked out because I, I I did drive this entire thing and then putting everybody like on the top of all this stuff. I I don't even know how it worked out the way it did. But the next time I do this, I'm going to do it a little differently.
0: Well, and I think you know that's a little bit of your own own critique in it, right? Like mm-hmm. we're all our own worst critics a lot of times with that stuff. Yeah. It, yeah. To me, you know, as a standalone album, flawless is is a stretch just because, you know, nothing is flawless. But it might be the metal showcase of the year is the way I'll word that. <laughs> like, it is <laughs> such a solid piece of work, man. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Like, it is such a solid piece of work that... I've even, you know, already started sending it over to friends, like, hey, I need you to check out, you know, these tracks or whatever that mm-hmm. are metal fans, and they're like, dude, what, what is this, like, what's going on, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's so cool to see, and then, like, again, you mention, you know, I let them absorb it, quote-unquote, uh, and then I'm like, yeah, by the way, that's Josh Travis from, from and they're like, timeout what the fuck like let's go back and (laughs) you know evaluate this more because you you are so well known and i think um the point that i want to make with that is i don't think you know again if my opinion matters at all i don't think this should be the last iteration of the quote unquote solo project because i think you've got such a great mind for what the metal scene needs is the way i'm going to word that you know, these, these major collaborations don't come that often anymore, you know, and in the metal scene, you'll get the the guest vocalist from time to time, or you may get, you know, the quick little guest spots, but Mm -hmm. an album like this, where it's like, yeah, I'm going to write it, but it's just going to be anyone and everyone that, that I can get that I love in on it to make the coolest piece of work. That's Mm -hmm. what I think we need more of.
1: Well, first off, thank you for, for all those kind words. Thank you very much. Like, uh, the, the whole process is still just kind of like, I don't even know what's going on yet. Still, right. you know, um, but no, that, you know, like you were saying, you, you know, hoping that there's more. This is the beginning. Like this is that's literally the first little boop. Right. There's there's this, you know, like
0: here's a little taste
1: yeah that's 100% how I should be putting it here here's the here's the taste like this is like you know the layer one of the cake you know you haven't even gotten into the we haven't even touched the next layer yet you know and which is already being put together like right now like it's just all it's all crazy because for me I'm just doing what I do you know like I don't I don't really like have hobbies, you know. I don't like I don't I don't go out and party. I don't like, you know, hang out with friends all the time and go out and do whatever. I don't do that. I I do this. This is this is what I do. And I know you can't see because I'm in a, the blacked out universe, but behind this blacked out universe is all of my gear. Right. You know, so as soon as we're done, I take this down and I turn my I turn around and I'm like, "So, who wants to play today?" You know, like And this is just what it is for me, but this is, like, you know, pure enjoyment, you know, like, I feel like this is where I do, like, my most communication is here, you know, and uh, I'm just going to keep messing around with ideas and seeing, seeing who we can get to be in here, you know, like, because it it is, uh, you know, different having, you know, there's only five tracks on the EP and I think that there's, what, seven features You know on it i think it's what one two uh three four uh five uh, nine yeah nine yeah okay i was gonna say i'm wait a minute there's more than seven yeah Yeah. there is five tracks and nine features like that sounds like a rap record right there right you know (laughs) that's what that sounds like but like there's something if you can make it work like that it's like oh that's cool you know, because it's not—it's not really about hey, check me out. <laughs> it's more like look what we did. <laughs> you know, like there's something that's really cool about that. And I—I wanted the sound of it to be different than what people know me for. You know, so I didn't want to do some crazy technical thing. I didn't want to do something that was like super over the top new metal. I just needed it to be aggressive in nature. That was it. Yeah. You know, just really feel like a, a momentum, like really pushing through it, and then all the different features and their voices and like their sounds it was just like I, i it wouldn't have been the same if i had one person on every one of those songs it wouldn't be the same thing you know so and this obviously being the first time i've ever done so many features in general at all just the process has been crazy and I say this on almost in every interview I've done yet, but Sharp Tone messed up when they gave me this first one, because <laughs> now we got to go crazy. Now, now we got to go crazy.
0: But let's let's ask that question: Who, mm-hmm. you know, we've got Jessica in the background; she isn't mm-hmm. chiming in. But who would be on that list for like this? You've guys set the benchmark here. Now, where am I gonna go? And like, kind uh, of, who's some of those fantasy bookings for you?
1: Oh jeez. um, uh, it's so it's so hard to say because there's so many. <laughs> there's so many. I w- I wanted I want to like really twist it up. I don't want to do like I don't want to do the same thing again. So, you know, with just right. that that more of an aggressive push in the direction, I'm not going to do that again. I want I want to change it up. I may I may slow things down. I may get more percussive. I may get. I might even introduce like some elements of like, uh, I don't know, drum and bass or something like that. I might right. do something crazy. Like, who knows with me? I don't, I don't ever know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just going for it. But I think if I could get like, I, I want to get like some old school people, <laughs> you okay. know, like yeah. if I, I don't know that they would necessarily be down, you know, but if they, if I could get them, I would try to do something like, Maybe, man. What if I could get like Max from Soulfly? How Ooh, sick would that yeah. be? You know what I mean. Like, yeah. if I could do something sick like that. What if? I, what if I could get Corey Taylor? Yeah. Like, dude. Yeah. You know. You, but, when
0: you said old school, my mind went to either Corey or like Howard Jones or you know. Yeah, like, yeah, it's and that so kind that kind of feel.
1: Exactly, and there's there's so many so many bands that I grew up on that I have like this crazy crazy respect for that my mind immediately goes there like if i could just start picking like whoever i would want first off i wouldn't be able to do an ep it'd have to be it'd have to be an album and it would have to be extended as fuck like it had to (laughs) probably have like 18 tracks on this thing because there's so many people that i would want to get but now at the same time there's and i I know for people listening, it, it might be weird to say like new school, but you got to understand that I'm old school, you know? So there's a lot of uh, newer vocalists out there that I think they have some of the most powerful voices. And ultimately, I want... And I don't, I don't care if it's male or female. I, if you have strength in your, in your voice, if you have that, that fiery passion in your performance... And like you're a lyricist, if you're a wordsmith, right. like that's that's all I, that's all I really care about. I don't care like who you are, what you do, like it doesn't matter to me. Like if you're sick, I'm probably gonna hit you up. As long as right. I know about you, you like that's there's a good chance of that. Like I, I have a I have an ugly list of people that I <laughs> I want to reach out to. I just there's so much I have to go through. I, you know we have to get through the entire launch of No Rest, and then. I'm still working on the new Amur record right now, and I'm sitting here with 103.7 degree temperature with the flu right now, and then also streaming like as much as I can. It's super hard to do that right now, but once I get done with that, I have a couple other projects that I gotta finish up, and then I gotta start again on the next thing. You know, so it's like it's called no rest for a reason. It's like my real life. Like it really is, and. I'd like to get to a point where Jess actually said it one day. I was telling her how tired I was. And she was like, once we get done with all these interviews and every the rollout is fully done, she said, it's not no rest. It's yes rest. rest. <laughs> me, I died. I was laughing forever from that. So, but yeah, that's that's kind of like where the focus is. Like I did, the, I did this, like it's out there. And now I need to do and finish the Amira record. Then really go and print it all, do the record. And then I'm sure touring is going to happen immediately following right. that. And yeah. then still trying to do that and then do my stuff, like my next thing. And then also trying to do streaming. And then also like, am I supposed to like have a life in here somewhere? Like, isn't that supposed to be a Dude, thing? I feel you, man. I've got <laughs> So I, I work a, a day job in marketing
0: mm-hmm. um, for a company that I absolutely love. Yeah, and then i do all this stuff on the side you mm-hmm. know technically as a side gig um uh, and like today i've got your interview after we're done i've got about an hour hour and a half break and then i've got another interview mm-hmm. and then i've got one tomorrow you know what i mean and yeah it, it's the same thing it's just constant go 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 and my, my friends mind. tell me that same shit all the time they're like dude do you do you know what sleep is like do you know how <laughs> to do these things when's yeah. the last time you just relaxed and i'm like I mean, honestly, like these conversations are relaxing to me as well, but like
1: <laughs> right
0: I, just, I find passion in what i'm doing, so I don't care that I'm doing it all the
1: time, yeah, yeah, I'm hundred percent with you, hundred percent I guess the only only reason I'm really thinking about the other things now is because I read something recently that said, and it was it was is even for it not being like the deepest thing, it resonated with me heavily, and uh somebody said i'm I'm tired of seeing people glamorizing working 24-7. I'm tired of seeing that. And when I read that, I had to stop. I was like, wait a minute, what? And then I realized it was saying, stop glamorizing 24-7 grind. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it went on a little bit further, and it was like, do you even have a hobby? Like, what do you do to just relax? And I'm like, edit. (laughs) Right. You but know, it's like That's
0: kind of how I am. I do yeah. I do photography as well, like concert oh, photography yeah. and all that, but I'm like when people say like, "Well, what's your hobby?" I'm like, "Photography." Shit, that is part of my job, though. So
1: Yep. Yep. So I'm going to try to uh figure that out. I don't I don't know exactly what that looks like yet. Take but, up um... like crocheting or something. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> I I don't know because that might that it'll then I'll probably get into it and the next right. thing you know it's gonna be like my new thing you know but like the
0: merch shop is uh, gonna have these <laughs> custom crocheted hats
1: <laughs> like it could be I it, I think that it could be something that is helpful like for all of us you know if if you really are on that twenty four seven thing like let's try together like let's just even if it's just a little block of time maybe just one day out of the week where you're like just chill out just you know what whatever it is that can you know just put a smile on your face or something just anything um i want to try it i can't right now either i have too much work but once i get through this record and at least start my next process and with touring and with streaming. I'm going to try to find a block in there where I can just eliminate everything. Turn your phone off. Turn all the screens off. Turn the cameras off. Do it, Just turn it all off. And, like, I don't know, spend some time with, you know, you know your uh, mister or missus or your family, mom, dad, cousin, brother, uncle, whatever it is. Even if you're just by yourself, like, watching watch a comedy or something. Like, whatever it may Go water the fucking flowers. I don't care. Just, like... Just finds, I don't, need even that, even watering the flowers, like, doesn't that kind of lean, kind of, just yeah. a little, yeah. you know Go what I mean? kind of leans into the, like, I got to do this, where it's like, yeah. I don't want that for you. Like, just some block of time, like, let's just, you yeah, know, I, I. it's hard, but I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try.
0: Yeah, there's this super cool thing, um, so I do some work with Heart Support as well, Jake Lurz's mental health organization, mm-hmm. and uh one of the guys there talks a lot about this um it's a way to like look at like prioritize things in your life and it's called 168 hours and what it is is every week you have 168 hours when you do the math 24 times 7 and you actually block out and look at like how much time you're devoting to all these different things and it really puts it in perspective because like You start looking at it, and you're like, shit, you know, like, I'm sleeping six to eight hours a day, whatever, that's fine, that's normal. But then when you start looking at, like, okay, 40 hours of my week goes to my day job, so now I'm down to 128 hours, Mm -hmm. minus the eight (laughs) times, you know, minus the 56 or whatever for sleep, well, shit, now I'm under 100 hours a week that I have to do anything? Like, Mm. it really starts making you think, like, okay, should I, like you are saying, (laughs) take a step back and maybe... Maybe on Tuesdays from five to seven it's just me time, and there every we go Tuesday I've got it
1: yep, I like that already, even though it's just that little block, just anything, like what if it'll do something for us where we 're like ah so much more energized or something ready to ready to take the next you know task on i don't, i don't know I'm, but I, all I know is i 'm going to try it yeah. i 'm kind of having to try it right now because yeah, like, no, I being think this sick is like I was going to say with uh, yeah. It's pretty. De- it's pretty debilitating it trying to being... do. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like I keep having being to mute Ill, myself like, oh. <laughs> from like coughing. Yeah, I don't want to like. I don't want to like blow out the speakers and stuff. But like, <laughs> I, it's it's like, it sucks, man. Like you know, I, in the last like 48 hours, I've broken ten fevers. So I'm just like I'm a mess right now. So, yeah. I'm kind of. <laughs> Trying to think like, okay, this would be like if I wasn't working on anything, I'd be I'd be laying here miserable, you know. So it's like more energy though. uh, Yes, exactly. So I'm I I think I'm getting the idea of the whole thing. I just I gotta get I gotta get antibiotics, you know. I gotta go to the freaking doctor tomorrow, and we're gonna try something else, try to figure this whole thing out, and get back to it. And man, I just. I want to hit the ground running when that's done and then have my little block of time to yes rest. That's right. what I want to do. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure.
1: So uh,
0: kind of as we wrap up here, you know, it, that's a pretty good segue into this. What would, you know, you've got no rest that just came out. Like you said, you're working on the, the new Amura record. What's 2022 look like for Josh Travis? Like what's the the vision for the remainder of the year?
1: as dumb as it's gonna to sound to say this i can already see it but it's just no rest <laughs> it's just none like but it's like the best version of that it's 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 not no rest because i have so much to do it's no rest because there's so much i want to get done you know there's so yeah. much i just i want to you know be able to do and focus on i have f- so many playthroughs of things i want to do and just you know random, like, riffs of the week just, like, just cause, you know, and like, being able to stream more and, like, hang out with my community more and, you know, being able to, like, I don't know, even travel somewhere, like, I don't know I just not not in the back of a bus though right yeah not not maybe maybe not in a bus maybe not in a van maybe not maybe in a plane maybe I don't know maybe I drive myself (laughs) I don't I don't I don't know you know but it's like I want there's a lot of stuff I want to do and like I don't know at this point it's like uh everything's very open we can I I guess I can kind of do whatever it is i want to do i don't even know what what it is at this point i just know i have a lot of work to to uh tackle and once i get there that's when i feel like now i can put life together again because like when i'm really working on a project everything else is on hold like you know it's hard for me to really go in really heavily on a project and start pinching Myself away from that project to work on other things. I don't like to do that, especially not in music, because it's so easy to blur the lines, Mm -hmm. you know, and next thing you know, you're kind of starting to sound like this, like all over the place. And I don't like to do that. I like whatever the project is, I want to focus solely on that. And then maybe if it's, like, basically at the end, maybe there's no more writing that has to be done there, now I can really start kind of, you know, channeling some of that energy into the other project and now start to really, you know, really hyper-focus on that, you know, where this stuff is, you know, my partner and I, maybe my partner's handling, you know, some of these last pieces and steps out of one of these things, you know, and so... You know, which is also another thing, like I have a partner now, so it's not everything being 100% on me. Now he did come in, we did start a partnership right after no rest. So now it's like, okay, maybe this really is a yes rest type of situation, you know. And like my partner and I, like we go way back. We go so far back. My partner is the person who taught me how to play guitar. So like we go way far back. So working with him again is just, it's just awesome. So now moving forward, all of my next projects are, we're working on together. So now the workload's different already, you know? So now things feel differently where it's like, now I can, you know, bounce things off of him. And, you know, he can, you know, with me and it's just, everything is just, it's like it's like that tornado, but it's backwards and starting on the ground. And now it's just like starting to spin up. And like, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what's that. I don't even know what's gonna happen for the rest of the year. I might put out another EP this year. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. All I know is I'm here for it. That's all I know.
0: Which is, you know, even without having a set plan, it's so awesome to hear you say that. Because again, you know, like I said earlier, the the amount of like pure joy and passion that is in your voice when you're talking about this is <laughs> incredible.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I, it, it's, it's wild hearing that because, like, to me, it, this is, like, literally my life, you know. It's like I don't – it doesn't seem like, you know, I'm like, oh, this or that. I'm just like, dude, this is this is what's really going on. And, like, if you look at me, I look like I'm probably just, like, staring off into nothing because I'm just seeing – all of the possibilities, and it's just like, holy shit, dude! I don't even know what's about to go on. All I know is, let's do it. Whatever it is, let's right. do it. You know, like they and like the limitations are lifted, and like, you know, it it, it is kind of like for somebody like me. It's it gets pretty heavy when you're the one writing everything for every single project. You know, I I end up doubting myself and what I have written a lot, and everything that I put out, I'm always like, God, this is uh, whatever, whatever. And, you know, having a helping hand in this now, it's like the biggest breath of fresh air. You have no idea. Because it automatically feels good, you know, having somebody else tossing these ideas. And like I said, he taught me, you know, how to play guitar. I played drums first, And I played drums with him in his band. Like, I I was like the new kid, you know, and I'm playing drums with him. And watching him play guitar was so inspirational. I told him, I'm quitting drums and you have to teach me how to play guitar. And he freaking did. He did. And so now, you know, we played guitar together for many years after that. And to the point where it was kind of creepy, like, we would be writing together together and you know how when you're super close with somebody you finish your each other's sentences all the time right. we would do this shit with, with like music and like yeah. writing like before he would get to a part I already knew what he was gonna do I knew and he does the same thing with me and honestly we're doing this together like to this day like we were just jamming like writing something just the other day and you know, at the say we're like we're both listening back to it, and he's like, you know what you should do, and I knew exactly what he was gonna say. I was like, yeah, I know exactly what you're gonna do, and he goes, he does the face. He's like, what? And I did it, and as I started doing it, he's busting off laughing because I knew what he was gonna say. Cause like we're just there, we're just firing together, and like that changes the momentum and like the feel and the vibe of everything that's going on in the process. It changes everything. So this is like the most fun I think I have ever had ever. Like, it's just cool to be doing it like this. I'm, I'm I'm very excited to be doing it like this.
0: Yeah, man. And I'm stoked for you because again, you know, the fact that it it been being in the music industry, as long as you have to not be jaded by this point Mm -hmm. or like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just another project or whatever. You're not down on yourself at all. It's like, yep. fuck yes, I'm still getting to do music. I still love what I'm doing. It's
1: I might so have awesome been getting there. I might have been getting to that jaded point where I was, like, kind of thinking, like, should I still be doing this? And, like, am I even offering anything to the music community anymore? Like, am I relevant? Like, do do I matter? Does what I do matter? You know, and I I think I was pretty much on my way there. Yeah. And then... You know when you know I talked to Sharp Tone about doing no rest. It was kind of like okay, and then I I took I took a <sighs> I took a path that was like scary because yeah. I didn't I didn't put out what people would expect me to do. I didn't put out this crazy genty whatever thing. Like I put out something that sounded like it was from like the early two thousands. Yeah. You know, and like that's that's scary. To just be like, I don't care what your staple is in the metal world right now. I'm not doing that. You know, especially going all the way to the, like, the format of the recording and, like, how noisy it is, how not overproduced it is, how not pretty and polished it is. Like, I took everything and went against the grain on all of it. And it's like, well, I guess we're going to see what happens, huh? You know, and I just, I don't know. All of these things are, like, breathing, like, this life into me. Even being this sick right now, this conversation is, like, Make me feel better like i feel lighter now it's like it's very cool you have like a great energy about you and this has been like a very awesome interview it's been very fun i
0: appreciate that yeah i appreciate yeah. that a lot um and like i said at the beginning you know that that's my goal with these like mm-hmm. i don't like that corporate bullshit let's ask the same <laughs> questions stuff because it's yeah. just cookie cutter and you don't you get nothing out of it yeah um, i got you yeah, no, I, I super appreciate it, Josh. Um, so for anyone listening to this that somehow doesn't know who you are, uh, by especially by this point, where can they find you? Like, what can they expect from you on social media? Things like that. You know, you do the streaming as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. not right now because you're sick and whatnot. But like, yeah, what can people? You know, where can they find you? How can they interact with you?
1: Honestly, that is the best place to find me is Twitch TV. Uh, twitch.tv slash the joshua travis that's the best place to find me uh, one of my biggest things there is communication and like being able to talk with people that are there whether i've known you for one day or one year like if you come in there and you want to talk and meet some people that you may have like you know interests, things you know in common like it's is a it's a cool place like and everybody in there is just like a very loving group of people and um we do we do a lot of stuff in there. I jam a lot of songs in there from like all of my bands and um social media has been always been very slow for me. Like I don't ever know what to post, you know. I'm not one of those people that's like I'm going to show you what I'm eating today. It's like I don't care, dude. Like I don't care what you're eating today. <laughs> You know, so it's like there's not I, I post the things that I have going on, you know, like and things that I have that I might have coming up, you know, things like that. But um, today would be today is going to be my first day back to streaming in a week because I've been sick for over a week now. And today is like every Friday I have, we do this thing that we call the GORF where people can submit their own songs and like you know or you know their friends or whatever it is really and we all watch it together you know live right there and we just we just kind of have a party and it's not like a review it's not like a reaction thing it's just us listening to stuff together like that's all that it is and it's just really fun being able to like kind of use my platform and like whatever kind of social presence that I have to be able to spread other people's music around, you know, just because somebody knows my name, they're like, I'll go see what he's doing. And I'm listening to uh, Jill Smith. She's a singer from Antarctica (laughs) and we're now we're listening to her stuff live. And now there's, you know, 25 people that have never heard of her that love this chick's voice. And now all of a sudden she's got, you know, 25 new fans and like, Dude, this what I'm saying right now, you know as well as I do. This was not something that we had back then. No. So the fact that even I myself can do that and like help spread people's stuff out there, dude, come on. You know how sick that is? Like, imagine if some of these super big wigs like in these crazy high bands were doing this stuff. Like, I might as might as well. I mean Yeah. There's what enough to go doing? around there's enough to go around. This is fine, you know? Yeah, so, and like I, I that's think, what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah, I think the thing that I love the most about that is is you talk about it as a community, and mm-hmm. that's where my idea for you make the scene came in. Is the name specifically you yeah. make the scene is about everybody in that scene, like mm-hmm. whether you're up on stage, whether you're the guitar tech, whether you're security, front of house. It doesn't matter. The fan in the in the crowd, like mm-hmm. everyone comes together to make this scene. Um, yep whether you're a fan of metal, country, whatever genre, like, it doesn't matter. 100%. Everybody is here for the same thing. So, like, why would we not build each other up more? Yeah. Why do we gatekeep so much? Like, mm-hmm. let's all just fucking exist and have a great time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to get people to understand that it's not a competition. Like, it, it's just really not. Like, you know, you, you can get competitive with it if you choose to, but the only person I'm in competition with is myself. You know, it's like, I just want to do something better than what I did before. That's all, that's all I ever want to do. You know, and sometimes I don't even care to do that. I just want to do what is true and authentic me. Like, you know, because we don't feel the same way every day. So I'm not going to write the same way every day because I don't feel the same way every day. You know, I might feel like doing freaking country tomorrow. I don't know. (laughs) You know, like
0: hey, plenty of people have jumped ship for some reason. So.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So I just, you know, no, uh, no expectations, no limitations. Just, just be true sure to you. Just do whatever it is that you want to do. That's a
0: yeah, awesome, man. I, I think that's a great little kind of quote to to take us out here. So, <laughs> um, I I do really appreciate your time, especially with you being sick and having I, to reschedule yeah, with me because of my stuff and all that. Super appreciate it. Um, this will be going up, I believe, next Wednesday. Let me double check here real quick. Yes, this is going to go up April the sixth. So uh, cool. I'll be sure to get you guys all the links and and all that sort of stuff too. But man, it, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I'm loving no rest. I'm stoked to hear that you've already kind of got plans to do more. Oh because yeah. Because I, like I said, man, I think you you're onto something, and these like showcase albums for lack of a better term mm-hmm. is is where the the industry needs to go just to say like because i think it, it proves your point that you just made too like it's not a competition there's no ego involved we all just want to make badass music let's go yeah
1: that. yeah exactly 100 percent, man no no competitions like why we're all doing the same damn thing anyways it's like all it is is whose band's bigger you know and like i don't even care about that like cuz if you want if you wanted to like do the apples and oranges who's which band's have here <laughs> you know right. and it's like which one draws the most here or there it's like come on like let's just let's just meet up and just freaking destroy <laughs> you know like that sounds so cool so like like the feature I'm getting ready to work on right now is one of one of the biggest names in this the the deathcore scene right now okay. and I know he is going to just fucking destroy this track and i'm not gonna tell you who but i'll tell you this people are gonna see the name and be like oh shit (laughs) like i already know that because when he hit me up literally yesterday was like yo are we doing something because i talked to him before and then they put out some material and they blew the fuck up off of it and he just hit me up again just yesterday and he's like yo are we gonna do something and i was like yes
0: yeah, let me get you some. Let me get you some music. Let's figure this out. Yep,
1: exactly. So I'm like, yeah, I'm very excited about what's to come next. I I am very excited. Like, it's cool. It's 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 not even. It doesn't even feel like it's real. Still, it's like it, it, that part hasn't caught up. That it's like, oh, I put out this body of work. It's like, I don't even know what's going on. I'm 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 still going. Like the gears are still turning here. You know so yeah this has been an awesome time man and again sorry about your boss i'm glad we can reschedule and this has been a great time it's yeah, been a great absolutely, time
0: absolutely man we'll we'll definitely uh i'll keep in touch with with jess and everybody and we'll uh meet up on tour sometime and i'll hell yeah you know, we'll do one of these in person and hell yeah six shots so
1: <laughs> cool cool
0: awesome man thanks so much
1: yeah no worries take it easy my friend you too
0: And that was my conversation with Joshua Travis. Um, Again, just dropped his solo EP called No Rest. Get over, check it out. Uh, It's this really cool thing. You know, you guys heard us talk about it, but it's this really cool concept that he had where, you know, he's doing the music and he's got other people writing lyrics over it. And, you know, it's, it's giving such a badass vibe that it's really hard to describe because you're allowing these powerhouses, these, you know, vocalists um, from other projects to come over and try something new or put their spin on different things. And it's just super dope. Um, stoked for Josh. And, you know, obviously, I want you guys to check out everything that he's involved in. So go check out Emir Uh, They've got new music coming up too, and there's just so much in the world of metal and, you know, heavy rock, whatever we're going to fucking call it, um, that there's something for everyone right now, and I think you guys are going to dig it, so uh, get over, check it out, let me know what you think. As always, Joshua can be contacted via the social media links, uh, in the description of the podcast, so be sure you go follow him, follow Amir, um, follow the rab-ass, uh, vocalists that he's working with, their bands, um, they've, some of them have podcasts and shit too, like, it's just cool, the, the music industry's in a really, really fucking cool position right now, and, um, yeah, you guys need to be more involved in it, and, support the shit out of everyone. Um, that's everything for this week, guys. So, as always, I really appreciate everything that you do for me. Um, be sure that you hit that like, subscribe, follow, share it with your friends. Um, get over to Instagram and Facebook where I'm most active. Uh, give a follow or a like there as well. Um, and yeah, you know, we've got a lot of cool shit planned. We've got some really cool fucking interviews coming up um, that you guys are definitely going to want to check out. So stay in touch, you know, keep on keep your finger on, on that follow button. Make sure that you're subscribed to us so that you get notifications whenever we drop new episodes, which is every Wednesday, by the way. Uh, and then I should have an announcement soon about the second podcast, Musicians for Mental Health. Um, There are a few things that I need to clear before I talk about all of them, Uh, but some cool shit coming up over there as well. So that's it, guys. Remember, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and you make the scene.